0: Warning, the content you are about to hear on this podcast contains some explicit language as well as mentions of grooming and domestic violence. Discretion is advised. I think that I'm just a rock chick. I would describe my music and my sound as a relief. The best damn thing! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast, a facts and trivia based podcast about Canadian pop singer Avril Lavigne. I'm your host, Andrea De Francesco So I realize that it's been quite a while since we did an episode and today's episode is going to be a bonus episode because there's been so much stuff that's happened like as I've been working on what the next episode is going to be, which I don't want to spoil what the topic is. But basically, as some of these things have happened, I thought this isn't the best time to bring out episode that I was going to do. And I thought I really can't just like address the things that have happened without, you know, just going into another episode without addressing some of the things that have happened recently. And so I thought this would be a really good opportunity to do a bonus episode. So it is another bonus episode this time, but there's been so much stuff that's happened with Avril lately that I want to talk about, including her appearance at Paris Fashion Week, the Juno Awards and so much more. So here's the major events and highlights that have happened since our last episode. On February 10th, Avril was in the studio with John Feldman. The same day, an article was posted by The Star, which reported a rumor that Avril is joining a Chinese reality TV series called Sisters Who Make Waves, which gives female celebrities over age 30 the chance to form a girl group. The article states, Mango TV has confirmed the news. As Avril is planning to tour China this year, she will take part in season 4 of Sisters Who Make Waves to generate the hype needed for her tour to succeed, a viral post read. However, some days later, Avril did an interview with Pop Crush Nights, where she denied her participation in the show. There is also no confirmation that she is doing a tour in China this year. On February 12th, E! News posted an interview with Maud's Son, in which he described how Avril's song was written. He explained that he and Avril went to John Feldman's house to hang out, which then turned into a studio session with Maud and Feldman. Avril blew him a kiss while he was recording, which inspired the song's opening lyric. On February 14th, Avril released a set of Love Sucks-themed digital Valentine's Day cards as well as new merch, including a Love It When You Hate Me hoodie, sweatpants, and an orange and black heart-shaped Love Sucks pillow. On February 15th, she posted stories from the studio with John Feldman. On February 16th, she did an interview with Murph Radio for Pop Crush Nights, where she spoke about working on her next album, stating that she has been working in the studio between touring and that she plans to release the album this year. She stated, "'Honestly, I feel like my album is done.' I'm still writing, but I'm pretty much there. I feel like I'm in the zone and just following my heart. On February 19th, Avril was photographed having dinner at Nobu Restaurant in LA with rapper Tyga and friends, including her former hairstylist, Warren Bates. This sparked rumors that a collaboration between her and Tyga may be in the works. A couple days later, rumors circulated throughout various media articles that Avril and Matson had broken off their engagement, but that Avril's friendship with Tyga was not the cause of their split. Motson's rep, meanwhile, confirmed that as of three days beforehand, the pair were still engaged and that if they were broken up, it was quote, news to him. About a week later, Motson posted on Instagram, seemingly confirming the breakup. A few days later, Avril was seen in Paris at Paris Fashion Week with Tyga, and the pair were seen kissing on March 6th, seemingly confirming a relationship. As of this time, neither Avril or her reps had provided comment. On February 21st, members of the K-pop group Purple Kiss recorded a cover of Mercury in Retrograde for One the K on YouTube. On February 25th, Avril released a limited edition line of merch for the one-year anniversary of Love Socks, including a t-shirt that fans can custom design with their own image. The week of February 27th, Avril attended Paris Fashion Week and was seen with Tyga, Halsey, Sierra, Garam Gavasalia, Noah Cyrus, Jessica Alba, and many more. An Avril-inspired collection was launched on March 4th by the brand 22397 Bluff. On March 2nd, a song called Destination was uploaded to Avril's YouTube channel, but the vocals were done by a different artist, with Avril being credited as the composer of the song and lyrics by Flash Sendrick. It is unknown what the song is for or who the artist is. On March 3rd, Avril joined Youngblood at his concert in Paris to perform I'm a Mess. On March 9th, an article was published by Paper Magazine about Avril's involvement in Paris Fashion Week and how her looks were created by stylist Dominic West. She also confirmed she has many exciting projects coming up this year. On March 12th, Stephen Med uploaded an unseen video on his YouTube channel from the first time he performed with Avril back in 1997. He wrote, This was the first time that I ever sang with Avril. My, how we have all changed. I look back at this with the fondest of memories and happy chuckles. It was in 1997 on the banks of the Napanee River at an outdoor variety show. Also joining me in the singing of my song called The Nessie was Cliff Trott, Andy Palmer, and Adrian Trot." After meeting Avril and her parents, I would write four songs for Avril, three of which were professionally recorded and used by others to help promote her in the U.S. as she was being discovered by the music industry. On March 13th, Avril attended the Juno Awards in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, with her sister-in-law Amy Levine. During Avril's introduction of Canadian Punjabi artist A.P. Dillon, a topless woman jumped on stage with the words, Save the Green Belt, written on her body to protest development of the Green Belt in Ontario. Avril continued on until security removed the woman, with Avril telling the woman to, quote, get the fuck off, bitch, creating a now viral meme. She also won the TikTok Fan Choice Award for the fourth time, but lost her other nominations. Additionally, host Samuel Leo paid tribute to Avril with a medley of her hits. On the March 13th episode of The Tonight Show, hosted by Jimmy Fallon, Sarah Hyland performed a rendition of "Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera in the style of Avril for the Wheel of Musical Impressions segment of That's My Jam. On March 14th, an article was published by The Sun revealing that Avril's documentary will be released through Disney Plus and will detail her career and rise to fame, as well as her relationships and battle with Lyme disease. Footage from her European tour will also be included, as well as commentary from Avril's friends in the music industry. It is speculated to be released possibly at the end of the year, however, neither Avril nor her team have confirmed this news. Additionally, Love has been certified gold in Japan for sales of 100,000 units, making her the Western artist with the most albums sold in Japan this century. Billboard named Skater Boy the best pop punk love song of all time. And in an interview with Alternative Press, R&B artist SZA named Avril as an influence for her song F2F. Okay, so a lot to talk about there, which is why I wanted to do this bonus episode because I just thought I can't just jump into another episode without talking about some of this stuff. So my thoughts on the whole Mod Sun breakup and then the supposed relationship with taiga thing a lot of fans have had opinions about this because of who taiga is but also because the breakup with Matsun just seemed to kind of come out of, come from out of nowhere so to back up a little bit basically there were all these media outlets reporting that avril and Matsun had broken up there had been no official statement from avril or Matsun themselves just all these articles talking about how they had broken up and i was hesitant to believe it at first because it just seemed very out of the blue and like until it comes from either one of them You know, you just kind of take it with a grain of salt type of thing. But basically, according to all of these articles, they had kind of been on and off for a few months, which does kind of seem to make sense because they had both been kind of quiet about their relationship online, which was very unlike them. So I can kind of believe that part of it. And plus, both of them have been on the road and working on their respective albums and things like that. And so it did just just kind of seem like they were spending a lot more time apart. And also, it was very odd. Like A thing that people noticed is that Avril did not involve Maude in her uh, latest album project. That we know of. Like, she had been working in the studio a lot. We never saw on being part of those studio sessions. I kind of just assumed that maybe it's because he was busy working on his own album, or maybe for whatever reason, she just didn't think he should be part of it. But it is a little bit strange that she was working with mostly the same people as the previous album, except for him. Um, so I do kind of believe that, you know, they had maybe been having some issues. And what we're not really sure. Like, It's very odd because Matson has done some interviews lately where he talked about struggling with his sobriety recently, but he otherwise kept talking about how great his relationship with Avril is, and most of the songs on his album are dedicated to her. They have the duet together with Shelter. So it was just a very, very shocking thing to a lot of us fans that this breakup seemed to come come from out of nowhere. It's debatable how much he knew because he kind of seems to make it sound like he was blindsided by the whole thing like he posted about it the following week to say like my whole life changed in a week but I'm going to keep go- I'm going to keep going even when my heart is broken or something like that. And so it kind of seems to suggest from his end that he wasn't told about it. It's just very, very strange how it all happened. Like as if to say that he found out about it through the press, which would not be very good if that's how that happened. But we don't know the whole details of everything. Like I don't really have a lot of thoughts on the breakup with Matsun itself just because we obviously don't know the details. Like I don't know if, you know, he alludes to his sobriety being an issue. And so I don't know if maybe Avril just felt like that was too much to deal with or whatever the reason was that she decided to break up with him. And we don't know if she actually told him about it beforehand, or maybe there was a reason that she didn't tell him and he found out about it through the press. Like, I don't, I'm like hesitant to really say too much about that because we just don't know. I think it's unfortunate. Like to me, it's, to be honest, not like a surprise because I think this is pretty typical of Avril where her relationships just don't really ever seem to last. I am glad that she, if she felt like this was the right thing to do that she broke it off before they got married because she's already been married and divorced a couple of times and so I think that it was the smart decision if she thought this isn't working out for whatever reason it's time to break it off and some people felt too like maybe Matson was a little bit too kind of obsessed with Avril in a way and I always kind of felt that myself like I felt like he kind of admired her a lot as like as Avril Levine the celebrity, not Avril Levine the person. And it was kind of a weird thing, like a weird way to think about someone that you're going to marry is to put them on a pedestal like that. And so I don't know if Avril just kind of felt overwhelmed by the way that he kind of like maybe was a little too aggressive with his love or something like that. But I do believe that he genuinely loved her. Like, I know some people have different thoughts on that. And they think maybe he was just like using her to advance his own career or something like that. We'll never really know. But I do think that he genuinely, genuinely loved and cared about her. And I do think that they were pretty good together. Like overall, like they both kind of seemed to have similar views about things. they were both kind of like pop punk artists and had similar styles and similar like creativity, like the creative spirit kind of. And so I, I and I think that they balance each other out really well, too, because he was he's very like kind of loud and very much like an extrovert. And Avril is a lot more quiet and reserved. And so I think that they kind of played off of each other well. But, you know, we'll never know the reasons why it didn't work out. It's totally fine. I'm I feel I feel bad for both of them. I feel bad for him because he seemed genuinely to be in love with her. He seems really, really upset about it. He's on tour currently. And like he seems like This is the thing that's keeping him going. Like a lot of people think that maybe Avril specifically timed the breakup so that he would be on tour and so that he would have something else to focus on. Whatever it is, whatever led to it is very unfortunate and I feel bad for both of them. I hope that they're both doing okay. I'm sure that it wasn't an easy decision for Avril to make that decision and have to like break his heart, but also it's obviously not easy for him to be on the receiving end of it either. So I just hope, you know, for the both of them, I hope they're both okay and it's bad enough to have a breakup, but then also to have the media be writing about it and people that you don't know speculating on it. So Um, I'm sure that it's just like not an easy thing to deal with at all. And so it's just very unfortunate. And like, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of them as a couple, I was genuinely like rooting for them to like make it. And Maude seems so excited about like the possibility of having children together and stuff like that. So I just feel like he, he just seems like genuinely really broken up about it that, you know, he said like my whole life changed in a week and, like just everything that he had imagined happening, like planning the wedding and having kids and that kind of thing. It's like now all of a sudden it's just not happening. Not to mention too that Flames is the biggest song of his that he has and it's a duet with her. So that's kind of awkward now. And then like he just released his new album that has a bunch of songs about her or with her. And so I just can't imagine like what he's dealing with. Um, But like I said, I think that if she really felt like this was the best decision to make, that it was good to make it before they got married so I don't really have a lot to say about that aspect of it other than like I just hope they're both doing okay and it's just an unfortunate set of circumstances however the thing that a lot of fans are concerned about is the fact that very very quickly after this it seems like she's jumped into another relationship already which to be honest is not that strange for her like she does seem to move on relatively quickly between relationships but I think that this is pretty soon like I mean we don't really know how long her and Mod have been over because there's so many different opinions about about how this played out where some people think that maybe Avril broke it off with Mod much earlier than like what the press is suggesting like it just didn't hit the press until now but like they've really been over for a couple of months before that and maybe she told him it was over and he didn't really believe her or he just like assumed that they would get back together or something so it's just very weird without like knowing all the details we don't like really know what the timeline of exactly when the breakup happened is and how long they've really been over. So to us, it appears like Avril jumped into a relationship like within a couple of weeks, but it's possible that they've been over for longer than that. But at least from the outside, this is what it's appearing like is that she jumped into a relationship pretty quickly, which ordinarily I wouldn't really care that much about it because that's just kind of how she tends to operate. But I still think If you were engaged to somebody and living with somebody for quite a while, and like they were so involved with each other's music and stuff, to jump into a relationship in like a couple of weeks after that just seems like not enough time to process what's happened. But, you know, I guess people process those kinds of things differently. And maybe Avril, that's just how Avril is. But I honestly wouldn't have really cared that much if it was with like literally anybody else. She was seen holding hands with that Garam Gavasalia designer guy at Paris Fashion Week. And so a lot of people thought that maybe they were dating which if it was that guy okay cool whatever i don't really care because nobody really knows who he is anyway but it's the fact that she's in a relationship with Tyga that is the concern and i know that some people again have differing opinions about this some people are like just let her live her life but here's the reason why people are concerned um, that she's in a relationship or possibly in a relationship with taiga if you don't really know much about taiga All you have to do is basically read his Wikipedia page or just do some Googling because he has an incredibly problematic history. There's just no way of sugarcoating that. Just some of the things that he's done. He groomed Kylie Jenner when she was 17 and he was 24, which is illegal in the state of California. It is illegal to date someone under the age of 18, which he did. He was also arrested in 2021 for domestic violence. He has a history of unpaid taxes, and he was sued by three women for exposing their bare breasts without their consent in one of his music videos. And he also continues to collaborate with Chris Brown, who is notorious for domestically abusing Rihanna. Now, I'm the type of person who believes that people deserve second chances, provided that they have apologized for what they've done, or they've either served time or gone to rehab or basically done something that makes it appear like they're working on themselves. But that doesn't seem to be the case with him is that he has not served jail time. I'm not sure how, because he definitely should have, but somehow he has not served jail time. He hasn't appeared to go to rehab. It just doesn't seem like he has done anything to improve on himself. And I can only hope that if he is going to be in her life for the time being, that he is going to work on himself. But for what we know right now, that does not appear to be the case. And so I think for all the people who are saying like, it's, you know, just let Avril live her life and like let them, if they're happy, let them be happy. Like, I just don't agree with that. Like, I think that you can be a fan of somebody and not necessarily agree with every decision that they make. I don't think that's a healthy thing to do. Like, celebrities are not infallible. Celebrities make mistakes just like everyone else. Celebrities are human. And we know that given Avril's personality that she has openly said many, many times that she loves love. And I I don't know if she was just feeling in a very vulnerable place after her breakup with Maude. And she was just feeling like, I need to distract myself from having to process it or like just aligning herself with, you know, the next available person or something. So, to be honest, I think it's very valid for the fans to have concerns. I don't think that she deserves to like be called names or anything like that or like for people to say anything mean, but I do think that like I just really hope that she has somebody in her life like whether it's, you know, her family, friends, whoever that are telling her, do you really know this guy? Cuz like the, the some of the articles about this relationship are saying that they're not actually really boyfriend and girlfriend officially yet. They're kind of getting to know each other. It's very new, it's very casual. And so I just really wonder how much does Avril actually know about him? and does she is she aware of his past? Like there's just no way that she isn't because it's it's all over the internet. I hope that she has like a trusted person in her in her life who's telling her, you know, I think you should really get to know him very, very well before entering a relationship with him, or like you should just break this off like this, nothing good is gonna come out of this. Um, it's just very weird. It just feels out of character for her. Like I just don't he doesn't seem like her typical type. Like she usually goes for like rock star types like herself. And he just doesn't seem like her type at all. And the other thing that I've noticed too is that in pretty much all of the Paris Fashion Week photos, she looked straight up like sad and uncomfortable in some of the pictures and in any pictures where they appear together they're either like walking together but they're not even like holding hands or anything and she looks just like sad in a lot of the pictures versus like when she was at the juno awards recently and she walked the carpet by herself and then she was sitting with her sister-in-law amy and she looked super happy like taiga was nowhere to be seen and she looked super happy so maybe it's just a coincidence like i again don't want to like judge too harshly because i'm not on the inside of it But just as an outsider, and I think, you know, people say, like, we don't really know her, like, you know, we don't know celebrities and that kind of thing. And that's true. But when you followed a person for 20 years, you kind of know some things about them. Like, you kind of know generally how they operate, how they feel about things, the way that they behave, their mannerisms. And to me, like, you know, people are saying, like, well, as long as she's happy. But it's like, she doesn't look happy, though. That's the thing. It's like, she doesn't even look like she's happy with him. So... And I think even if she was like, I just think that logic doesn't apply to everything when it's something that could actively harm a person. So I think, you know, it's perfectly valid that fans have, you know, if if some people don't care or they think whatever, it's not my business. Fine. However, I don't think that fans have the right to act like other fans don't have the right to be concerned because, you know, she's aligning herself with a man who has a criminal history of abusing women and also grooming a minor, which is straight up illegal. I just think, frankly, this is not the type of person she should get involved with. If I was her friend, that's what I would tell her. I would say, I don't think this is the type of person you should get involved with. I don't see what could come of this. Like, I know that he has a kid, so it's like if she was planning to marry him and she would be a stepmom, like, I just don't see that happening. So it sounds, for right now, it sounds like a very casual thing, and I think most of us are just hoping it just fizzles out as quickly as it started. Like, it's just some weird rebound thing that she's doing or going, she's going through something. Really what I hope for, for as much as I just don't care for the guy and I don't like seeing pictures of them together, I just, I don't get it. I don't get what her line of thinking is. For as much as that's what I really think about it, I will say that for as long as he, I've accepted that basically he's going to be part of her life for however long, hopefully not long, but he's going to be part of her life for the foreseeable future. I just hope that nothing bad happens and I hope that he is working to change himself for the better or if not that she gets out of that relationship before anything bad happens like that's my genuine honest opinion about that and like I said I think just because we're fans of somebody doesn't mean that we have to Abide by every decision that they make. I don't think that's healthy, especially because we're all grown adults at this point. Like we most of us grew up with her as kids and most of us, you know, she's a very important person to us. She's inspired us in various ways. But I think that seeing her, you know, align herself with somebody with his kind of background um, with teenage grooming and domestic violence towards women and literally being sued by women who, you know, he showed their bare breasts without without their consent those kinds of things, that's incredibly problematic. It just is. There's no getting around that. There's no sugarcoating that. There's no justifying that. It's problematic. And he hasn't served time for it. He hasn't seemed to do anything to rehab himself or apologize or anything. That, to me, is a different thing than, for example, when she was dating Matson and people were concerned about his issues with sobriety. But he had been sober before ever meeting her. And it was clear that he had worked on himself and that he had put in the work to improve on himself and that he was in a better place and a place, a proper place to be able to be with her and to be in a healthy relationship with her. Whereas I don't see that being the case with Tyga. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a person who's generally pretty forgiving and like willing to give people second chances on this kind of thing. But in this case, that that's just not the case here for me. And so I just hope that, you know, she's doing okay, whatever's going on. And I hope that she has trusted people in her life to, you know, help her with whatever it is that she's going through and maybe makes her see, you know what, I don't think this is the guy that's going to help you get through this. So to kind of steer this more back towards music, I will just say if they do a song together, which I hope they won't because I just don't see how their styles could even mesh well together anyway. But if for whatever reason they decide to collaborate musically, I have to say I would not feel comfortable supporting it. And I don't think many fans would. Um, I just would not feel comfortable giving him streams. I would not feel comfortable supporting him financially, knowing the things that he's done and knowing what his background is. I just would not feel comfortable supporting that. And that's, that's a shame because I obviously want to support Avril, but if she's attached to him or he's attached to her, I just can't feel comfortable supporting it, to be honest. So I just genuinely hope that that doesn't happen either. Last thing regarding this topic, do I think any of this will affect the next album? Because Avril has been working in the studio on this, Uh, eighth album and she's talked about how she's pretty close to finishing it but then all this stuff happened (laughs) so um, I feel like this is pretty typical Avril where she's like I'm working on an album and it's going to come out soon. And then like something big happens in her personal life. And she basically scraps the whole thing and starts over again. Um, and then she starts like dating the person that she's working with. And like, it's a cycle that's been like, you know, rinse and repeat for like several albums in a row to the point that it's kind of like a joke within the fandom at this point that she does that. So I think even Avril herself was kind of aware that she does it too. It's hard to say because we don't really know that much about the album. Like we know Matson wasn't involved. So at least that's not going to be an issue. But we don't know if she ended up like writing a lot of love songs, for instance. I do know that there was that one day when she posted a story from the studio where she had her face in her hands, like where she as if she looked like upset about something. So I almost kind of wonder if she had been thinking about the breakup for a long time or they had been having issues for a long time and she might have written some songs about that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's tough to say without really knowing anything about what types of songs she's been writing. If she's been writing a lot of breakup songs, then it's like not really going to matter, I guess. But if she wants to write, if she was writing songs about like getting married or starting a family, those would just not apply to her life at this point. I'm hoping that ideally she's still going to stick to her plan of releasing the album this year. It would just be such a shame like yet again for this to happen where she's like, I'm done with the album and then it gets delayed because something happens in her personal life and she scraps everything and starts all over again. Plus there's already been so much work that's gone into it and she's like seemed really excited about it. The other thing too is like a lot of people have pointed out how she's on a smaller label and so they can't necessarily just like afford to scrap everything that they've worked on and start over again. I mean, unless maybe if Avril wants to finance it herself or something, but yeah, I just think It would be kind of a waste of every like all the work that's gone into it and all the time and energy that's gone into making it. And everybody seems really excited about it. And then to just be like, never mind. (laughs) So fingers crossed, I guess, that it won't affect the album. But like with a lot of things these days with her, we're just going to have to see, I guess. Okay, so now to comment on some of the other things that are maybe a little more pleasant to talk about. The Juno Awards just happened like at the time that I'm recording this. It was a couple days ago that the Junos happened. So what was really bizarre was that woman getting on stage while Avril was uh, presenting this Punjabi performer. He was the first Punjabi performer to perform at the Junos. So it was kind of a historic moment. And then this woman gets up on stage topless and she has this writing all over her. She's protesting this environmental development um, on indigenous land. I think some people might have thought it might have been staged, but I think Avril seemed genuinely surprised by what was going on, so I really don't think it was staged. She didn't really seem like she knew what to do. She just kept she just kind of, you know, ignored her and carried on with the script that she was supposed to say. There's been like mixed comments about this. Like some people thought that Avril should have just let the woman talk about what she was there to protest, but I think Avril did the right thing by just continuing on with what she was supposed to do. The thing that's really bizarre to me is why it even happened in the first place. Like, where was the security? Like, it it took security way, way too long to finally get the woman off the stage. And then, of course, Avril had her little moment with her that, like, ended up becoming this kind of viral meme. So, I mean, it was kind of a win-win for everybody. Like, people were so curious to find out what was this woman protesting. So it kind of did work to gain attention to the protest. But I just think it wasn't the time or place to do that. Because no matter what her reason was for getting on stage, like, you can't just have random people getting up on stage... When, like, a celebrity standing there, like, Avril could have thought, like, this person was there to hurt her, you know? So that's what the security is there for, is to prevent these kinds of things from happening. Plus, it just encourages copycats which you don't want to see that happening so it was just really really bizarre but kind of created a funny moment i guess forever i'm glad that avril didn't seem like too put off by it she was just kind of like get off the stage <laughs> um and she was up for a lot of awards including some big ones like album of the year and artist of the year and stuff but most of her awards went to the weekend which i'm not surprised about but she did win the fan choice award that was her fourth time winning it and her 10th juno award overall So I do think it's cool that she won the fan choice because that one's fan voted. And I think that's the one that means the most to her as well. And she seemed genuinely grateful and happy to win it. I really liked her acceptance speech. I recommend checking it out on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Like she just thanked the fans and said like, you know, I've been around for 20 years and there's been a lot of things that have changed. But the one thing that's never changed is the fans. Even if some of us might be kind of like Uh, What's going on with you right now, Afro? You know, I think at the end of the day, no matter what, we'll still always love and support her, even if we don't always agree with like her choices or what she's doing musically or whatever the case might be. We still all love her. Like we've loved her for 20 years. Like we're never going to stop loving her at this point, you know? And so to see her win like a fan voted award, and especially the fourth time to win that award, I'm not sure if that's a record for that award, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Um, And like the fact that, the fan voted awards are always the ones that seem to mean the most to her. And the fact that she just seems so happy and grateful to win it was really nice to see. I also love that she attended with her sister-in-law, Amy, because I know that she doesn't really like to attend these kind of events by herself. And I think a lot of us were like, "Uh, is she going to bring Tyga? I'm really glad that that didn't happen, that she brought someone close to her. And also for the outfits, she wore two different outfits. She wore this kind of like suit like baggy suit and pants combo with a corset for the red carpet and then she wore this longer coat and thigh-high boots kind of thing for the second outfit I have to say I like the second outfit more than the first one like I know some people liked the first one but like I get what they were trying to do with it it was kind of a callback to like her let go under my skin era style but I just think the suit was a little bit ill-fitting like I get if they were trying to go for like a baggy oversized fit but Avril is so petite it just kind of like swallowed her up a little bit and I just feel like it could have been like just tailored just a little bit better to fit her. Um, so it's like, I get what they were trying to go for with it. It just kind of didn't really work for me personally, but I kind of liked the second outfit. And she's been doing that a lot lately with her looks, like ever since Paris Fashion Fashion Week, she's been doing these like t sh- like very long t-shirts with thigh high boots and like these very long coats. Like, I don't know what kind of style you'd call that, but that seems to be her kind of recent go-to look i guess so it'll be interesting to see like how long she carries that for and if she brings it into the next era other thing i want to comment on is that destination song i can't really tell you too much about it it was just like this thing that randomly appeared on her youtube channel that says that she was the composer of the song but not necessarily the writer so that means that she came up with the melody but not the lyrics and it's clearly not her singing i don't know why it appeared on her youtube channel i listened to like maybe a minute of it and i was like what is this it's not even like a good quality recording or anything. And it, it was so weird. Like it didn't even sound like anything she would write. So I'm not really sure. I'm not sure what that is. Like, I don't know if it's a song that she wrote and then scrapped and gave it to somebody and they wrote lyrics over it and then they sold it to another artist or whatever it is. If it's like a cut from the eighth album or if it's even from her at all, like it could have just been some weird auto-generated, like almost like an AI kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm. I'm so sorry. I don't have much more to say about it than that because I don't. I just don't really know. Other thing I wanted to talk about is that as I'm recording this today, basically was when we found out about news about the documentary that she's been working on. So the only thing about it is that like the Sun is not the most reliable newspaper. So I don't know if what they're reporting is actually accurate because neither Avril or her team or Disney Plus have commented on this at all. So. We'll wait until, you know, somebody officially confirms, like, if any of this is true. But I do think it's interesting that, like, they must know something, because I don't see how they would just, like, randomly make up stuff like this. Like, I think if they didn't know if it was appearing on Disney, I don't think they would say, I think they would just say, we don't know where it's appearing. Um, Like, why they would just randomly pick Disney wouldn't make sense if that wasn't the case. Um, And apparently she's working with James Corden's, like, production company or something to make it. And she does, she is pretty close with James Corden, I think, so that kind of does actually make sense. But... Basically, what they're saying is that it's going to be a documentary that's going to premiere maybe towards the end of the year on Disney Plus, and it's going to be about her career and rise to fame and her relationship history, um, her battle with Lyme disease, and including some concert footage and like commentary from other artists and stuff. So I think if that is, if any of that is true, I think that that's going to be a really good documentary. So I hope that it is true, and I hope that we'll hear something more official about it soon. Last thing I want to do before we go is just given a quick update on the next episode. Like I said, I was gonna, I, I had been working on the episode and then all this stuff happened with Avril that was kind of controversial and like just weird and kind of uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't think this is the right topic to do given what's going on. And I didn't want to just like do an episode and act like nothing had ever happened or like this stuff wasn't happening. And I didn't want to just like brush it under the rug kind of thing or not acknowledge it in any way. I am still working on the research for it, and I hope to put it up soon, um, provided that nothing else <laughs> weird happens in the meantime. But it's it's Avril, so who knows? Um, but hopefully not. But yeah, just just rest assured that I am working on it still. I know that like there's these big gaps between episodes, and it's only because I just you know don't have like a ton of time to work on stuff. But I try to do it when I can. And then all this stuff happened, and I'm like, okay, I have to do a big bonus episode, kind of recapping what's going on here. Before I kind of end this off, I just kind of want to say I know that like right now it's a little tumultuous times in the fandom. We all have differing opinions about what's going on with her and her mental health, her relationship. I think at the end of the day, we're all concerned for her in one way or another. Like we all care about her well being as we should. And true, as fans, we don't know everything. We don't have an insight into her personal life we don't know her personally and we can only hope that the people who do know her personally are taking care of her looking out for her and i think we're all just hoping that she takes good care of herself and looks out for herself and that you know nothing bad happens and that if you know she feels like something's wrong that she takes the steps to remove herself from the situation i think that if taiga is going to be part of her life for the foreseeable future as that appears to be the case. Like I said before, I just hope that he obviously doesn't do anything bad and that he works on himself. But if not, I hope that she will recognize that and that she will get herself out of that situation because I think at the end of the day, no matter what what our feelings are on the topic, we don't wanna see anything bad happen to her and we just want her to be well and to take good care of herself and to be happy um whether that's with somebody or without somebody and that she has good people around her who will look out for her. I think it's important to respect each other as fans cuz I think some people kind of get get down each other's throats if we don't always agree on things or people are very protective to like defend Avril like even even if people don't agree with what she's doing, people are very quick to defend her and say like you're you're a bad fan if you don't agree with this or something. And I think it's important to see both sides of a situation. And to say, yes, we can't control what she does. She doesn't have to have our approval to date someone. But it's also equally valid to have concerns for her well-being. Like if we think she's doing something that's actively going to harm her, that's maybe not good for her, not the wisest decision, that we are voicing our concern and saying, you know, even though we're just your fans, like we, we have followed you for 20 years. And we just want to, we want it to be known that we care. You know, like even though we are just your fans and we're not like people who know you personally, that we we do care and we just want you to be well. We wish the best for you. I guess that's just kind of the note that I wanted to end on is that I know some of us are quite disappointed or upset with how things are going, what's going on. And I think at the end of the day we all have the, the one thing that we all do share in common is that we all love and care about Avril and that for a lot of us, she's somebody that we greatly admire and respect and somebody who has helped us through difficult times with her music. She's inspired us in various ways and that no matter how we might feel about the situation that we just care about her. Um, so I think that's where I would like to leave this episode and I will just say that if you're somebody who is concerned or, like, if, if this is, like, deeply, deeply upsetting to you or bothering you, I think just know that your concerns are valid. There's nothing wrong with having those concerns. But know that, you know, Avril is going to make her own decisions in life and we can only hope that the people around her um, will look out for her and that she will just make the decision that's right for her. So that's where I would like to leave this episode. Hopefully the next time that I come on here, I'll have something much more pleasant to talk about um, or that I'll finally be able to do the episode that I've been working on. And I hope, as I said before, I hope that people will find it interesting. But I think I've rambled on long enough about this. So I'm going to leave it here and conclude this bonus edition of the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform so you can get new episodes directly in your feed. And please take a minute to leave a rating or review to help more fans find the show. We're currently streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. And you can also find me on Instagram at Best Damn Avril Pod to keep up with the latest podcast news. Join me again next time on the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. The Best Damn Avril Veeam podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by Andrea Francesco. Theme music is HD and lights by J-Pow Flicks. Follow the latest podcast news on Instagram at Pod or email bestdamavrilpod at yahoo.com.